Welcome to Beauty Uncut, the podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ian. And we're here to bring a new perspective to beauty, health, and wellness. All right. So what's on today's agenda for Breast Basics? So Breast Basics today, I think we're going to talk about the outer shell of the implants. So is that like texture, like smooth, nanotexture, all of the above? Yeah. So very broadly, you can divide the outer shell of the implant into two categories, textured and smooth. Within each of those categories, there's multiple levels of how textured or how smooth they are. In fact, there's a shell which is identified as nanotextured, which falls into the smooth category. So not so, the texture category. No, right. no. And I think that's where it can get confusing. I think it got a little bit confusing for doctors when that implant first came out because they mentally classed it into the textured category, but it doesn't act like a textured implant. It behaves more like a smooth implant. And so now the official company line is it's smooth. It okay. falls into that, that yeah. category. So should we start with texture? Because you predominantly use textured implants with mm. your breast surgery. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, over the years, I've used all different ones. In fact, I mean, I still use more, I use all different types, but definitely more of the textured style. Now, I think before we go on to talk about that, we have to talk about the, what the controversy, yeah. first oh, of all, okay. surrounding okay. surrounded textured implants, because this is a big misconception when patients come in and I'm saying, you know, textured, smooth. And they say textured. I don't want textured ones because they're the bad ones. Right. So that's that's misconception number one. They're Is the bad that ones. because there was a time where they were recalled? Yes. Right. Yeah. So that's the big recall. I suppose we can, if we want to talk about, because there have been multiple recalls. breast implant recalls over the years. If we want to talk about the recall, the most recent recall, that was with the macro textured and higher. So within the textured category, I guess you could say micro-textured, macro-textured, and polyurethane. So polyurethane shells are what was known colloquially as furry Brazilians. Right. And we no longer have those. No, no. So we don't have any more polyurethane and we don't have any macro-textured in Australia. Yeah. So at the moment, micro-textured is all we have. That's the roughest surface available. And with the recall, that was mainly done because of the ALCL incidents. So ALCL, as you know, anaplastic large cell lymphoma, also seen as BIA ALCL, which is breast implant associated ALCL. And it's a lot just of a acronyms. form of cancer. Yeah. So it right. is a type of cancer. It is a lymphoma as opposed to a breast cancer, as most people would know. So not a tumor. Well, yes. It, oh, it is it a is, tumor. It is okay. a tumor. But it's a cancer of the capsule right. around the implant, not of the breast tissue itself. Yeah. Which is why early on, if it's identified, you can take out the implants and the capsule all together. This is what's called the on-block process of removal. So you yeah. take out everything without removing the implant from the capsule. And that's curative. Yeah. If you leave it long enough, like any cancer, it can metastasize to other areas. Right. And then you've got your smooth, yeah. which is also a controversy in itself, I feel. Yes, yes. So they all have pros and cons. Yeah. But with the smooth implants, I think there was a big move towards them after the recall. Mm -hmm. And that recall happened about four years ago in Australia. Uh, with the smooth implants, there have been no cases of ALCL that we know of. So you have people saying, oh, actually there was one or there, there were two here, but they weren't documented. But whether they, there have been or not, those numbers are low enough to, to not really be concerned at all. Right. 
So what is the textured implant that is left in Australia? And why is it being, why is that one being left, but the other ones weren't? Yep. So there are a few different brands of micro textured implant available for sale now in Australia. They've all gone through rigorous testing with the TGA. All of the companies had to submit their information. The TGA looked at the implants themselves. And these are the ones that passed essentially. So the risk of ALCL is much, much lower with these than with the rougher surfaces. Right. And I think that the main reason for that is, or why the rougher surfaces were more associated with the cancer is that they allowed for more bacterial colonization, which is one ingredient to developing that cancer. So you do have to have a genetic predisposition as well, but the biofilm or the, the low level colonization with bacteria set up a level of inflammation, which made it conducive for that cancer to then develop. Right. So when I have a patient in consult and I'm presenting to them, this is what's available. We talk about the micro textured surface. We talk about the smooth surface and I go through pros and cons. So a lot of it boils down to how the implants are going to interact with their own tissue. And again, this is very broad general terms, the rougher the surface, the more tissue ingrowth they're going to get and the more, well, I should say the less movement they're going to get. Right. So if you had like a teardrop implant, mm. you would have that minor, what do you call it? Sorry. The micro texture yeah. for it to heal more. So it doesn't like flip and rotate. Is that right? Exactly. So for most companies that produce an anatomical or teardrop implant, this is a shaped implant. And so, as you know, if it rotates, it's going to distort the shape of the breast. So you want to minimize the rotation. So all of those implants only come in the textured surface. You don't get a smooth anatomical because yeah. it would, it, it would, would just, just keep rotating. Keep rotating. Yeah. So there are some companies that are producing uh, smooth shelled anatomicals, but they've got little tabs on them and you stitch the tabs into the tissue to, to anchor it in place. Oh. So in general, if we're just talking about round implants now, because of the texturing holding the implants to a certain degree more than smooth, you're going to get less displacement mm -hmm. of a textured implant overall. Is there such thing as a round textured? Yeah. Yeah. So the round textured implants are probably what I use the most in my practice. Why do they need to be textured if, they don't, if they're fine to rotate? So rotation is one way of movement. The other is displacement. Right. Is so that that's when they, when they go out to up. the side or drop down or, or yeah, go up just move out of North, position. East, south and west. Yeah. Yeah. So having that texture helps for them to just stay a little bit helps more. Helps to grip a bit better. And I find them in use, I find them a little bit more predictable in terms of planning. So with a smooth implant, I always have to account a little bit for making the pockets smaller because I know there's going to be a level of auto dissection with the movement of the patient. There's going to be potential descent of those implants. And so I need to place them a little bit higher than I want because I know they're going to drop. Yeah. The danger in doing that is that if I place them higher, sometimes they can heal in that position. Right. So you might get one that drops and settles very nicely and the other one just stays, in which case we have to go back in and do a partial capsulotomy to release that scar tissue and allow that implant to come down. So this is why I say to patients, they're less predictable. This, mm -hmm. These sorts of things can't happen. What else would you like to know about implant shells or what have you what have you heard on the grapevine uh, what i've heard is that texture causes cancer but smooth implants move and drop 
That's that's yeah. all. When I think about sh- like textures and shells and all mm. of that, that's what I think about. And that's what I think a lot of patients think about. That's what they hear. And yeah. again, you're distilling very complex ideas down into yes a, a generalization, which is. It's because you hear one thing and it's so major. That's what you grip onto. Like you don't think about all of the other factors. Yeah. And I think people too, whenever you talk about cancer, obviously it's a very serious topic Mm -hmm. and and very important and you want to avoid that. But you have to also look at the risks of cancer. So one of the things I talk to my patients about is relative risk of all the different complications that can occur based on the different shells. And when we talk about ALCL, you're looking at, one in 30,000, one in 60,000. These are yeah. very low rates. Yeah. Of developing so you're more, it. Isn't it like you're more likely to get hit by a car or is that, do I make that oh, up? Oh, well, I would say yes. I don't yeah. know what the, <laughs> the actual statistic is, but definitely. Yeah. But then I put it in perspective with them and I say, think about breast cancer, traditional breast cancer, as you would know it, that risk is one in eight. Yes. So very different numbers. Yeah. But I think the, the take home message for this episode really it should be that there is no bad and there is no good when it comes to implant shells. It's kind of what suits you and your body yeah. and your needs and yeah. things like that. Exactly. For instance, if I have someone who's very fit, they want to go to the gym all the time, they, they're active, I'm going to try to dissuade them from a smooth implant because I think it's going to be more likely to, to move over time, especially if they're doing the heavy lifting. The power so lifting. when do you choose a smooth implant? I don't often choose. Uh, I present the the options to the patient, and then I can help them with their lifestyle, with their goals, and they'll ultimately and then make the ultimately choice. Ultimately, the patient makes the decision, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't like to dictate anything. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's wrap this one up. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on implant shells. We'll see you in our next episode where we'll be talking about profiles. Thank you. Bye.